To the June episode of the Snowdonia National Park Authority podcast. I'm Dana Williams, the Sustainable Tourism Officer for Snowdonia National Park Authority, and I will be your host for today. In this episode, we'll be talking about the 2021 visitor season. With more people choosing to holiday at home in the UK rather than abroad, we are working harder than ever for yet another super busy visitor season. Together with our partners, we are working to help visitors to make the most of their time in Snowdonia by visiting safely and responsibly, whilst trying to reduce the potential impact on our environment and communities. Today's guests all play an important role within the visitor economy, and today they will be sharing some of their thoughts and ideas with us on how we can all best enjoy this summer season in Snowdonia. So our first guest today is Sean Pennant. Sean is the Tourism, Marketing and Events Service Manager for Gwynedd Council. Hello Sean, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining us today. You're welcome Dana, good afternoon. Thank you. So I suppose it would be a great start if you could just introduce yourself to our listeners, perhaps give us a brief introduction to how your role fits into the visitor economy and perhaps what are some of the main things that you're working on ready for the visitor season ahead of us? Thanks, Dana. Um, I work for Gwynedd Council within the Economic Development Department, and I'm responsible for the tourism, marketing and events team within the Economic Development section. Um, I also represent the area on the uh, Visit Wales Regional Fora as well. So, um, currently, um, we're um, involved with destination management, um, responsible destination messaging, and supporting the work that the authority is doing um, with supporting businesses during this very difficult period. That's great. Thank you, Sham, for that lovely introduction. So, you do do a lot of work with the local businesses and the economy. Um, what's some of the work that you've been doing recently? I know you've been promoting people perhaps to shop locally and that type of thing. What Could you tell us a little bit more about that perhaps? Fine. Um, since obviously we went into lockdown last um, March 2020, um, supporting businesses has been a key priority um, within the uh, Gwynedd Council. During a, a period where businesses have been facing so many um, changes and rules and regulations that they need to adhere to, um, through the business bulletins, we've been also sharing uh, information um, from a public protection point of view. And the authority have appointed three new uh, community engagement officers who are currently going to specific um, resorts and locations 
to help businesses um, to guide them through the, the minefield of all the regulations that they've got to follow currently um, in respect of, of social distancing, mask wearing, recording information of, of, of people who are um, eating at their properties, um, for example. Um, we've also, as an authority, been working on the um, assets and, and um, buildings that we manage as an authority to um, comply with COVID regulations as well. We've, um, in our town centres, we've increased the refuse collection, recycling, cleansing of, of our um, town centres and so forth. And from a coastal management point of view, we've increased the number of wardens um, in specific locations in preparation for the reopening for this 2021 season. We've also been promoting what businesses have been doing to open up safely. We've been promoting the Good to Go um, scheme, which is managed by Visit Wales. And we've also been promoting business development um, and um, special offers and so forth um, and sharing information with businesses to help them um, when it comes to the rules and regulations. That's great, thank you Sean, it's great to hear that things like that are going on and can people sign up to the business bulletins if they want to receive some of this information um, that's useful for businesses if they're business owners for example? Yes, by all means they can either contact the, the business support section to enrol or they can enrol online by going onto the Gwynedd Council corporate website and onto the business section. So all the latest COVID information is available on the council's website and there's a link there for you to sign up to receive the business bulletins. Um, the latest edition will also feature on that section of the website along with um, a back catalogue of um, the latest editions. Um, since we set up this tool to assist businesses, we've got over 4,400 4, businesses now who are signed on. And um, I, I think the latest figure with the bulletin that we sent out at uh, the beginning of the week, we've reached nearly 170 editions. So that shows how busy um, we've been um, in, in getting all the information out to business. And, and it's, it's very well received. We've had a number of, of thank you emails from businesses saying that, that, that they welcome very much the, the, the style of, of the bulletins, that it's a, a rough guide to all the latest information, but all condensed um, in, a, in, in, you know, in one format that they can easily access and refer back to sh uh, should needs be. We've also been distributing grant aid on behalf of Welsh Government when businesses have had to close so forth. So assistance through the business rates um, structure. So over and. £10 million of funding has been distributed through the authority to over 8,000 businesses. So we've had to develop the structure um, and the forms so people can, businesses can go online um, to fill in their applications to present their, their bids for, for funding. So that's been quite a challenge. 
That's great. Thank you. So there's some really important work going on there to help support our local businesses. So if anybody wants to sign up to those bulletins as well and get more information, you've heard Sean there where to get all that from. So I suppose another part of the sort of business sector and uh, the visitor sector, looking at more from the visitor point of view, Sean, um, how would you advise people who perhaps want to find out more about what's available in the area if they're planning a visit where where should they go to look for that information obviously the first point of call would be the um, visit snowdonia website and our social media um, platforms we've got facebook twitter um, instagram accounts as well as obviously the um, national park um, website that website is is full of information about um, planning your visit, places to see, accommodation and so forth. But the main message this year is to plan ahead. Um, the offer, we're still in the period of, of pandemic, so planning ahead is, is, is key. Um, the offer isn't the same, and we've seen a very high level of, of interest, especially um, within the um, self-catering and caravan and camping sector and our attractions are also highlighting that their inquiries are up 50% on, on last year and it's always good to, to book in advance and we certainly advise that, um, that people interested in visiting the area to, to plan ahead and, and, and to book their activities to avoid um, disappointment. That's great, Sean. I think that's some really important information there for our, our listeners. I definitely think it's important to be planning ahead. And like you say, places are booking up already. So if people really want to make their visit this year, plan in advance and get those bookings made really before they come. So that's great. Thank you. And um, that includes the Erri Munadoi Lamors, the Donia Mountains and Coast website as well. Um, I think people can go on there and plan their visits through that website as well is that correct it is indeed that there is further information about visiting the area on the snowdonia mountains and coast website and we um highlight through the twitter feed and instagram feed you know um changes to provisions or latest informations from companies who who've, who've um reopened latest developments um, any special considerations with booking and so forth. So all that information is available through the website or if you follow us on, on social media. We also highlight um, safe visitation messaging as well um, because we're still in the period of, of, of pandemic and the rules and regulations in respect of COVID uh, still need to be adhered to. So... Um, we're sharing that information as well because the rules and regulations in Wales is different to England. So um, that needs to be considered as part of the, the, the planning process as well. Definitely. That's some great advice there, Sean. Thank you very much. I think we've covered some of the main points there. So there's plenty of tips and advice for both local businesses and visitors who are potentially planning on visiting Snowdonia and Gwynedd this year. So hopefully our visitors will have the best and most responsible visit now when they arrive. So thank you, Sean, for that. And hopefully you'll have a great visitor season this year. And good luck for all the future work for this season ahead of us. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.
I'd just like to welcome our next guest, Etta Trumper. So Etta is the Volunteer and Wellbeing Officer for Snowdonia National Park Authority. So welcome Etta and thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me along. So I hear we have some exciting stuff we can talk about today. So we already have a busy visitor season which has started and I know you've been working really hard with some of our partners to help with the visitor season. So one of the things you've been working on is the Carrier Ready Scheme. So it's a volunteering scheme, I know of that. Um, but for our listeners perhaps who haven't heard of the scheme before or for those who just want to know a little bit more, what is the scheme about and why, why are we doing this scheme? Well, um, Carrier Ready is our um, volunteering scheme um, that we'll be running over the summer. We're actually already three months into the scheme and we're planning on being out there volunteering until the end of September. Um, we're out every weekend doing litter picks and engaging with visitors. And the the aim of this scheme, uh, we actually developed um, off the back of the first lockdown last year. Um, and we had our Croix on All scheme, welcoming visitors back to the National Park. And the aim of the scheme is to really take some of the burden off of the warden service um, and help manage the impacts of uh, increased visitor numbers to the National Park. And we're seeing increased litter. So by us taking action and uh, doing the litter picks every weekend, is making a real massive impact. Just being visible there in our high-vis jackets, we get a lot of people approaching us. And I feel like when people when we engage with visitors, we can really enrich their experience of the National Park by being just being there to give advice and and uh, just uh, tell people about the area that they're in as well. We've got a great bunch of uh, volunteers. Over 100 people have signed up for uh, our career ready scheme this year and uh, it's a great mix of knowledgeable experienced interesting people and uh, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's that's been volunteering with us so far it's really great we've seen volunteers uh, being keen to take the role of group leaders as well and we're able to train people up by offering first aid courses and doing a lot of online training as well just preparing the volunteers for uh, what to expect when they're out there on the ground and um, learning about the countryside code and things like that's important and this is a it's a carry ready it's a partnership project uh, we're working with uh, the Snowdonia Society uh, the outdoor partnership and uh, the National Trust and by working together like this in partnership it really allow allowed us to expand the project and cover more locations so we've got a wide range of locations on our on our patrol routes, um, all the paths up Snowdon, uh, Ogwen, and in the south, Cadridris and Llintegid, all the honeypot areas really were there to support and um, help help out. That sounds great, Etta. Thank you. It sounds like there's some really, really exciting stuff going on there with Carrie Ready. And like I say again, thank you to all the people who are volunteering with us. It's a really great effort and it's definitely a help in terms of looking after Snowdonia and keeping the area safe and for everyone to visit and enjoy the National Park. So thank you again for that, Etta. And uh, people can sign up to volunteer. We use a, an online system so you can sign up online. 
Um, it's really easy. You just fill in the uh, application form and then you'll be able to sign up straight away as and when you're available. Um, there's no minimum con commitment needed and we advertise all the shifts online. That's great. Thank you. So if anybody's wanting to join this volunteering scheme, you've heard ETA, so that's how you go about it. And it'd be great to see more people join on the scheme. Um, so I also wanted to talk to you, Etta, about another part of your role. Um, so it's really important, welcoming everyone back, that all people have access to the outdoors and to, the, and to nature. And it's really great. But part of your job is making sure that the National Park is accessible to everybody. And as part of that, I know you work with the Tramper. So I'd imagine many people haven't heard of a Tramper before. So would you mind just explaining to people what the Tramper is for a start? So the Tramper, it's a it's a specially designed all-terrain mobility uh, vehicle, um, similar to a mobility scooter. Uh, it's easy to operate and it's uh, battery operated. Uh, with the added addition of the off-road tyres and better suspension. And it's great because uh, it allows people with um, mobility impairments to be able to join their friends and family on a walk, um, which maybe they wouldn't be able to normally just using a normal mobility scooter. That sounds really good. Um, so it's great to see that people can have an opportunity then to get further into the outdoors, which is really amazing work. Um, what would perhaps maybe be some of your suggestions for some of the best paths to go on with the tramper? Yes, yeah, so there, there's a there's a few paths you can take the tramper on in the national park. Um, down in the south of the park, you've got the Malwadach Trail. Um, you've got a lovely um, trip around Dolidris, um, and you've got a a, tr a path on Voil Ispri, which is uh, quite high up, so you can get some great views there. And a path that's been really popular recently is the Miner's Path um, from Penna Pass. You can go as far as Tlintlet down back, and that's been a popular choice recently. And um, another one that is really great to do is Lawn Gwirvai. It's a specially adapted path um, for, for, for all kinds of uh, activities, cycling, horse riding, and it's great for the tramper. Um, and it goes from Bethgel to Hridhi. Um, and one of our trampers is based permanently in um, uh, on Lawn Gridvai, just in the Forest Holidays campsite. Um, we've got an agreement with 1085 Adventures, a uh, bike hire company who look after the tramper for us. And it's getting a lot of use there, which is great to see. That's really good, Etta. So that sounds like some exciting stuff. So if any of our listeners today have heard of the tramper and they want to give it a go, how best they go about trying to use the tramper? Well, first, firstly, you'd get in touch with me. Um, we need um, enough notice. So we require about four weeks notice um, to be able to organise for the tramper to be delivered to the location. And um, I'll discuss with uh, the person hiring the tramper where they'd like to go and give suggestions. And then I'll make the arrangements for it to be dropped off and um, picked up at the end of the day for them. Um, we also do a little induction at the beginning of the day just to make sure the user's happy and confident operating the vehicle before they set off. That sounds great. Thank you for that, Etta. That's lovely. So anybody who wants to get in touch with Etta in regards to the tramper, you can do that. And then also Etta, is, so it comes into the stuff with the tramper really, as we've pointed out, it's really important for people to focus on their health and well-being. And part of doing that is to be able to access the National Park 
um, and some of the special qualities in the national park, such as the tranquility and solitude that offers in the park. And as your role, you do look into well-being. So what are some of the things that people can do to focus on their health and well-being? What's the importance to the outdoors and your well-being? Well, it's, it is really important to to make time to spend time outdoors in nature. Um, we've all got quite busy. Everyone's got busy lives and um, quite stressful. And to, to be able to escape to the outdoors and get that nature connectivity is really important. Just things like being present in the in the moment and uh, just taking notice of surroundings can have a great impact on your sense of well-being. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and what would you say are uh, some of the tips, perhaps, if people want to have more tranquil time in the National Park? Is there better times that people could go or any tips like that that you have for our listeners? Well, yeah, it's it's really important that um, people do have a positive experience when they're out in nature. And some of the things that you can do to have this is, you know, um, make sure that you're planning your trip ahead. So, you know where you're going you've got a plan and also it's a good tip to visit at quieter times as well if you really want to get that um, experience of having that calm moment in nature you know to clear the mind and feel more relaxed um, it can really boost your mood um, when you have that positive experience that's great that all sounds like some really good stuff so thank you for your time with us today, Atta. I think we've learned some really, some really cool stuff from you there. I think there's lots that our listeners can take away from that. So thank you for joining us and hopefully we can speak to you again soon. Fab. Thanks, Dana. Thank you. So we've already spoken to Etta about the Career Ready Volunteering Scheme, which is already underway for the 2021 visitor season. However, our next guest, Leah Wynn, will be talking to us about another volunteering scheme as well. Leah is currently volunteering as a Rithvar Snowden Volunteer Warden. Hello, Leah, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. That's okay. So... If you, I believe as well, you were also part of the Chrysler Knoll Welcome Back Volunteering Scheme last year. Perhaps you could start with telling us a little bit about your experience with that scheme first. And is that what inspired you to carry on as a volunteer warden for Snowden? Uh, yes, I started off with the Chrysler Knoll Scheme. Um, a friend of mine had sent a link um, as I was looking for a hobby. Uh, and I thought this would be a nice way to sort of interact with people with a similar um, interest and hobbies as me, as I'm quite passionate about Arari itself and the mountains. And it's kind of escalated from there, really. I think once you start, you get addicted and um, you get drawn into the enthusiasm and the passion that every other volunteer has for the National Park. And... I've carried on from there and uh, I'm now a warden volunteer um, and I'm equally as passionate about that and really enjoy it. That's great. So it's your first season as a volunteer warden then. Um, so you're enjoying it so far? Uh, yes, yes. Um, it can be quite exhausting, you know, whether... So what are some of the things that you do as a volunteer warden then? What's 
what's the sort of day in the life of a volunteer warden? Um, well, it's quite an early start because unfortunately I'm right on the outskirts of the National Park, so it's quite a long drive really. Um, but then uh, we get a bit of briefing on the expectations on the WIDFA, mainly on the day, on the busyness or any kind of events that goes on there, any concerns or problems. And we sort of set off. Walkers are generally quite happy seeing wardens up on the paths because quite often they have not prepared to go up there. They've just heard about the WIDFA and they set off and not knowing exactly what paths to take, routes, how far it is, you, you know, what kind of equipment they need and how to get back down to the parking. Um, quite often we get walkers just talking to us and it's quite nice speaking to other people that come to visit the area and things, you know. We try and advise people and educate people as they come to visit our area. And unfortunately, we've got to bring down an awful lot of rubbish um, every time we, we're on patrol, which yeah. is becoming quite a, a problem, really. Yeah. Um, but at, by us picking up rubbish, it does encourage other walkers to pick up a bag and carry it down themselves, you know, which is nice to see. Um, and I think without them seeing us doing it, they wouldn't have the initiative to start doing it themselves. We, we're kind of showing a good example on the WIDFA and educating other walkers as we're on there, you know. That's really interesting and it's definitely worth you guys being out there and interacting with the visitors and it's most certainly having a positive impact. Do you find that that's something that makes you want to volunteer, that you get the accomplished feeling that people are learning from your behaviours? Um, yes, not, not only... Do you feel like you make a difference on the WIDFA by walking on patrol with other wardens, quite experienced? I learn a lot as well. Yeah. Um, and I get a lot out of it, um, meeting people. Um, and um, you, you, you feel like you, you've made a bit of a difference and encourage people to think a little bit more before going up the WIDFA you know that's brilliant yes yeah. so what what advice or what tips would you give someone who is perhaps thinking of coming to visit a WIDFA well the main tip would be to plan ahead um the weather changes so quickly um you know the parking also especially at Penna Pass you've got to book it in advance or um get different bus timetables with the um shuttle bus you know you do it you do need to know which route you're taking because quite often people will set off on one path and come down another one and get quite disorientated about where their car's parked. Quite often we see people not taking enough water with them. Um, you, you know, it's a bigger mountain than people think. It's not just a stroll. So quite often we see people not taking enough water and getting quite dehydrated on the mountain um and not taking enough layers of clothes and things you know um yeah. footwear as well good footwear is always um a good tip because um it's not just a flat path 
That's great. So there's some, some brilliant tips there for anyone who's listening and planning on going for a walk sometime at Blue Without or anywhere in Snowdonia for that matter. Um, and hopefully if, if anybody else wants to join the scheme as well, that they will do so. And I think it's definitely a great scheme to be part of and definitely rewarding. And it has a great impact on the area. Um, so thank you very much for volunteering with us as well. We really appreciate all the hard work that the volunteers are doing this season and seasons that have gone by and will carry on as well. So thank you very much for that. And thank you for your time today as well, Leanne. All the best for the rest of the summer season. Yeah, well, it's nice to see so many people um, enjoying the Eriri and, um, in, you know, if everybody can do it safely and enjoy it for the best, then, you know, it's good to have the visitors here, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. So thank you. Thank you for listening to us today. The next podcast will be in July and that episode will be in Welsh featuring Tranquility and Solitude in Snowdonia. That will be followed by the first of a two-part English podcast which looks into national parks around the world. So that will be really exciting and hopefully you can join us for that too. And remember to follow us on our social media accounts and for all information relating to the visitor season and how to visit responsibly this year, look at the Plan, Discover, Protect section on our website. Thanks again for joining us. See you again soon.